Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Tell you what, Podgy told us who's on uh, Graham Norton tonight, but he left one or two vital bits of information out. Daniel Radcliffe's on it. Good shout. Mabel's performing. She's incredible. Uh, Jodie Comer's on it and Rebel Wilson. That's yeah. a that's a good Graham Norton. Uh, and I don't even want to look at the late late anymore. Last week was muck. I don't even know if it's on anymore on, on Good Friday. It used to be because you had this captive audience who <laughs> couldn't order a bag of chips, and now you know you can do what you want. So I don't know. freedom. I don't want to crack is there? Uh, Lizzo says she channeled her inner Beyonce for her latest record. Cause I love you. It's out tomorrow and features the lead single Juice. Uh, she reckons the Carter's album Everything Is Love was the best album of 2018. We're playing Pride, and then the album dropped, and we were in this like rainbow limousine that they got for us because the LGBTQ community are the best people on the planet, and then we just blasted the Carter's album. So that was really, really special. And across your friend Martin Compton is back again this morning. Steve from AC12. Uh, he says people are becoming accent detectives after learning about his native accent. <laughs> like me yesterday. It's only taken them five series. He stars as uh, Steve Arnott in the show, uh, which continues on Sunday night. Hour and a half long episode on the 5th of May. He tells us he keeps the accent throughout filming, but it tends to confuse people, just like Crossy. I think people forget because I stay in it that I actually am doing an accent, and you get to the end of the day, because you're using different muscles in your throat and your voice, like uh. it's exhausting. But it gets to the point where you wake up in the morning and you're talking to yourself in the accent. That's <laughs> you kind of know you've cracked it. The well is very low this morning, Hazel. <laughs> um, I wonder, has some cheesy breakfast show somewhere in the world had a game are or are not um, I'm sure he has been on some radio station or TV station around the world and played are or are not are you could do that Crossy you, you could do yeah, that yeah Grant I'm okay after 9 o'clock um, I know it's a very slow news then Good Friday Hazel I hope this isn't in your, in your stories as well go on it's right up Crossy Street though it's the top 10 takeaway places that the doll uses for their lunch no, you're safe. Carry on. Good. I started trolling that TD Noel Rock on FM 104's Twitter. Completely forgot. Thought it was my own one. <laughs> then I looked at it. About this story. This is brilliant. Well, it's a, quite a mixed list. Some healthy, some not so. Uh, we will do more dish after uh, 7 o'clock. It's FM 104. FM 104, start with the Mac. It's 10 past 7 on Good Friday. It's the 19th of April. Set to be somewhere between 18 and 21 degrees today. It does feel a little bit kind of... Yeah, you could nearly wear a t-shirt to work. Uh, if you are in work, if you are working today, uh, I had a couple of tweets from people last night because I noticed I was driving at about, I don't know, seven o'clock from one part of the north side to the other part of the north side and I noticed the amount of people walking to bus stops and waiting on taxis in their going, I'm going to town clothes. So I just figured, oh, it's going to be so quiet. And then walking in this morning, there's builders hammering the you-know-what out of the IFSC and that's still all, you know full go so uh, people were tweeting me saying oh postman give them a shout out in the morning essential services give them a shout out in the morning um, who else do we have uh, all the Tala hospital physio department they're working today so uh, yeah if you're working give a shout out to all the uh, all the postmen on the show tomorrow uh, everyone in uh, on post workers essential services again so apart from a post is there anybody else is it just post people and and us uh, let us know Anyway, having a look at the news that is around the place this morning, obviously starting with that horrific news from Derry that uh, is just kind of, a lot of people I think are hearing for the first time uh, this morning. And uh, a woman, 29, uh, shot dead during rioting in Derry. 
police treating it as a terrorist incident. She was a journalist who was reporting on the violence there at the moment and to think that uh, somebody in that line of work can be silenced um, by a gun is a place that I don't think anybody wants to go to but especially the north. So, shocking news this morning to, to hear that. Um, dog owners are fitter than other people. Study suggests they tend to walk longer and more and you know do more walking than non-owners that are four times more likely to meet exercise guidelines for a healthy life. Uh, and it's no surprise, is it? They've got to walk with the dog. So get a dog and you'll lose weight. Without dogs, it's likely the population physical activity levels would be much lower. Revelation comes from a University of Liverpool study. They took 191 dog owners and 500 non-owners and were asked about their exercise habits. And owners walked an average of 9.6 times a week for a total of 350 minutes. Non-dog owners walked more than half, less than half of that. Uh, So get a dog. It will be good for you. Uh, Guardi will be out in force today for the protest being held by... Uh, climate change activists in Dublin and stand ready to present, prevent breaches of the peace. Hopefully uh, that won't be needed. It has been needed in other cities where the same uh, protests and similar protests have taken place. Uh, hundreds of Extinction Rebellion activists plan to disrupt business as usual, uh, inverted commas, as part of the demonstration against the government's inaction on climate change. We are well behind that in so many levels and the fines just keep getting bigger and bigger. Good Friday. Speaking of climate change, is uh, heading for 21 degrees today. Sunshine and warm weather is expected this weekend for the Easter festivities. Mercury is due to hit 21 degrees today, according to Aaron. Uh, Friday is going to be another dry day with hazy sunshine. Um, cloud will increase later from the west, but I was watching it last night. Basically, there's, there will be a front of rain around Monday, but it should hold off till at least Monday evening, if not till Tuesday. So, should be a decent weekend. I was definitely sniffing barbecues in the air last night. Uh, it was a case of Germany calling for FAO, FAI's John Delaney last night. The 51-year-old is currently on gardening leave from his new role uh, as FAI Executive Vice President while a raft of investigations into the association's finances take place. Uh, but he headed off to Germany last Monday with the Leinster FA's uh, youth squad. So, uh, what he's doing over there not sure but it is uh, football football-y related and um, what else do we have for you this morning yeah Dancing with the Stars runner-up Kleena Hagen she says she understands the whole Strictly curse uh, particularly on the UK one uh, she said you're getting so close and personal with dancers and parts of them are in your face and parts of you are in their face and she says <laughs> I had a great relationship with um, the guy that she was dancing with. He's a, a Polish fella, uh, Robert Rowinski. And um, she said she's pining after him, but in a, just a friends. He's he's in the friend zone. But she she said, I can totally see how it happens. People hit it off, leave partners for each other. And she said, yeah, you're just like locked up with people constantly. Hey, lads. Up since half six, I'm... Uh, Good morning, Daniel. He's on midterm break. How are you? Uh, who else is in? The facility team in the Indo. Good morning, lads. Van men are out in force, loading up vans, keeping Dublin going. Nice one. Bachelors is working because the miserable wouldn't pay. <laughs> okay, well, you know, some people like working today. We have the choice. We can take the day off if we want or we can we can work if you're on air. And, you know, this part, this part of the job is a bit of fun. So why wouldn't you do it? It's a quarter past seven on F104. We do have normal stuff on the show today because we're going to give you the chance to win our golden ticket and a 500 euro super value uh, voucher for online shopping. Coming up. So uh, you've picked up a story this morning across the Channel 4 who really do like to push the boat out. Like Naked Attraction was uh, one of the questions on Instagram this week. They like doing mad shows. What kind of show are they doing next? They want you, with your partner, to have a bit of nicky nacky nooky in front of the camera and experts will judge you on it. It's for people who have, you know, they're going through troubled times and they feel like this is it, we're going to break up. This is the last chance saloon. So go on TV. And have dot, dot, dot. I presume they'll have to, you know, disappear under the duvet or something. I don't think they can, I don't think you can legally show that. Colouring on live TV. 
right? For little people in the car. They're going to be colouring on live TV. Yeah, there's going to be loads of experts. They have that, like, Keep Naked Attraction, the- everyone was a bit, <gasps> what the hell? But now you watch Naked Attraction, you're like, oh yeah, it's just weird. There's your bits. It really is weird. It's so weird that everyone has different types of bits. That's yeah. the one thing I've learned from it. Different crayons. Very, yeah. Shane McCown is hoping to get back on his feet with the help of a physiotherapist. This photograph of him now, I, I think he's taken small steps, but Shane has been confined to a wheelchair for the last number of years, uh, has been able to take steps. So he had a fall in the studio um, about four years ago, and uh, he's got a physio now called, can't find the guy's name, but uh, he's holding on to kind of railings yesterday. And he's looking fresh these days. He's looking good. Yeah, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan's baby has been nicknamed Clive after their secret stays at the Cliveden House Hotel. Who lodged all? Yes. Um, what else can I tell you about tonight in Coronation Street? Chesney and what's your woman's name? Gemma, is it? Gemma. They're meant to go on holiday to Portugal, but they don't. They end up in her mate's caravan, and they have a row because she realizes Chesney doesn't trust her to look after Joseph. Um. No, she has been teaching him how to play poker. <laughs> I like her. There's something good about her. I told you um, recently that apparently she's going to fall pregnant and have quadruplets or triplets. That's going to be busy. Yeah. So, it, well, it might get to that, Crosby, because it sounds like tonight they might have a massive row and it might be all off. Uh, your pal Rylan Clark Neal is going to co-host Strictly Come Dancing. It takes two with Zoe Ball. People are wondering why, because she's been doing it on her own for a couple of years. I think she has a radio show now somewhere in the UK. Is she BBC Breakfast now? Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. So she can't work all that time. So that's why they've got Rylan in now. So she won't be on that It Takes Two every single week now. So they have Rylan to back her up. And a throwback to your childhood is officially here with the trailer of Child's Play. This is the new version. The first one was banned in Ireland. Couldn't get it anywhere except uh, I know somebody can get us a copy of that. Uh, it's in Irish cinemas this summer. Um, in case you thought the remake was going to be a serious, gritty retelling of the horror classic, there appears to, appears to be uh, killer drones, uh, a squad of kids fighting Chucky and self-driving cars crashing into another. It sounds a bit futuristic, not just a doll with a very, very big knife. I think Chucky did something. Something's wrong with Chucky. Buddy can connect to and control all of your camera power. Chucky is a toy. He could be anywhere. Welcome to Castle and Car. We have to stop him. Hey, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, it does seem like the vibe is it's more about the technology. If it takes over, will it be a good or a bad thing? But Chucky is in there as well. And uh, finally, did you know Mark Hamill can do a pretty good Harrison Ford impression? Here's the proof. Look, for instance, we were doing the scene where it was right after we got out of the trash compactor. We hadn't filmed that scene yet. And I'm looking in continuity and I said, well, wait a second. This is right after we got out of the trash compactor. Shouldn't my hair be all wet and matted with schmutz all through it? And he turns to me and says, Hey, kid, it ain't that kind of movie. (laughs) You know he is Chucky. Yes. If people are looking at your hair, we're all in big trouble. (laughs) And I thought, he's so... He's so right. He's so right. And next time I saw him, he said, Hey, I don't sound anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. That's uh, Mark talking to Seth Meyers there on US TV overnight. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. He has gone on some three-day benders. And arisen again after the third day. Not so much a fan of chocolate, though. It is time for the podgy 
TV Guide. Hello, Podge. What is the story, Muppet? Calling Man City. Calling Man City. Spur- the goal is disallowed. <laughs> Get your heart back into your chest and put it down into your holes. I, well. I do I do feel sorry for them. It's not a nice way to go out when you think you were in. Do you know what I mean? Well, Tottenham Hotspur have done it. It's one of their great nights. The underdogs have come to Manchester and got the job done. They were a little bit happy, weren't they? They were a bit happy, but... At the same time, I really want Spurs to beat them at the weekend. That's really all that matters to me. Well, see, if Spurs can do us Liverpool fans a bit of a favour. Will they, though? Are they all just too delighted with that now? I don't know whether it was better for them to win or better for them to lose. Because if they lost, maybe they'd been all heartbroken and not being able to play. And now that they won, maybe they're too delighted to be bothered to play. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Jim, the biggest Spurs fan, allegedly, well, on, on, he's the biggest Spurs fan on the show, isn't here to celebrate. Yeah, do you think he planned that on purpose? No, I never bet on Spurs. You wouldn't book your holidays on them either. <laughs> the last person who did that was Glenn Hoddle. Yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. Who is on the Graham Norton show? Anne Hathaway. Nobby. She's Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. She's, She's Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. All that Nobby can do is bleed and pray. <laughs> She has said this week that she's given up booze because she was having five-day hangovers and she couldn't be a parent. Oh, you can't be doing that. I don't, she, know, I, don't, I don't understand how anyone who has any hangovers goes drinking. She said she can't be that person that nurses a glass, one glass all night. No, I can't either. Like If, I if someone said to me, there's your cutie, or you can just have that all night, I'd be heartbroken. <laughs> Always drink responsibly, like Anne Hathaway, or In else fact, don't drink at all, like Anne Hathaway. All. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Sykes Nobby. Let's talk about what's on Channel 4 to see. 10 o'clock on Channel 4, people sit down, like Danny Dyer and his youngest daughter, and they talk, uh, they show them stuff about sex education and they talk about it together. That's a bit awkward. Yeah, it looks like an awkward program, all right. I don't know whether you'd want to watch that or not. Pictures of a Friday, good Friday when you're not in any way. Dr. Strange is on UTV at half eight. That's Bendy Dick Cumberbatch. A cyclist punched the wingmare of his Lamborghini off. It only came to light this week. And he gave Bendy a slap. Well, he probably did something stupid to deserve it. And he clipped the cyclist as, as he went well, by. Well, there him. you go. Yeah. You can't be hitting cyclists with your Lamborghini. No. If you're Bendy Dick. Uh, there's a good picture on uh, BBC One called Robot and Frank. It's a strange little comedy thing set in the future where... Oufla called Frank his children buy him this robot that keeps him company and keeps him active but uh, he used to be a cat burglar and he starts using the robot for <laughs> activities Saturday on the telly what should we watch on at 10 in the morning half 4 in the afternoon 11.55 at night and 12.45 at night oh yes and it goes on like that for two more weeks I love it for your kids in the afternoon, Finding Dory is on RT1 and a half six. Oh, yeah. That's the one with um, Niall Horan's lookalike in it. Is it really? Ellen DeGeneres. She, oh, she is a bit. She's sure not wrong. Mission Ignition, are you watching it, Nobby? Yeah. yeah. From Take That. Yeah, I watched a bit of it, yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's the last in the series. This week, it's a Rolls-Royce and a Daimler. 7 o'clock on Channel 4. 8 o'clock on Sky 1, Freddie Mercury tribute concert from 1992. Metallica, Guns N' Roses, David Bowie, Def Leppard. <laughs> what would be a good picture for Easter weekend on a Saturday? Uh, the Passion of the Christ. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> That's on uh, half four on uh, Channel 5. Sky Premier have Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know. Well, they're getting Rudy. ready for the new one, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, nine o'clock on Channel 4, The Shallows, with Blake Lively. You know this one where she gets stuck in the middle of the sea and there's a shark after her? It's a good little picture, that now. It's a good little picture. Not and close. at ten past nine on RTE 2, 12 Years a Slave. Dave. Ooh, heavy bananas, major goo. Good luck to you! That's part one, apologies. Extra bonus weekend Easter TV guide. Come on, the Spurs. Do us a favour, will you? Apologies, got more in a second. The Strawberry Alarm Clock. On FM 104.
questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FM104's Instagram. Who do we have, Crossy? We've got Aoife on the line. Good morning, Aoife. Good morning. How's life? Grand, no better. Are you working today? No, off today, home with the kids. Oh, you're one of them. Yeah. Although off the kids is not an easy job. How many you No, definitely not. How many are you looking after? Two. Oh, that's grand. Any plans for the weekend? Um, No, not the moment. Probably just go to zoo or whatever. The zoo, a good shout. I'd say you want to be queuing for it now. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Bit of good weather and midterm. (laughs) We had an ad there to go to Liffey Valley for the weekend. You could go there. (laughs) Have a window yeah. shop for the whole weekend. Yeah, did you not hear the ad? Can, can you stay there? <laughs> Go get a KFC, yum. Um, right, there's 10 questions. It's been yeah. a winning week so far on Instagram because uh, we gave away a thousand euro on Wednesday morning. So could, could you come and take our money twice in one week? Let's find out. Are you ready for your 10 questions, Eva? Yeah. Best of luck. Are you ready, Crossy? I'm good. What's that? Sorry, that is my phone. I'll turn it off. Stop Jesus Someone's busy (laughs) The game begins In three Two One What is traditionally given As a treat for Easter? An Easter egg Mumford and who Are a well known band? Mumford and Sons Who is Chris Hadfield? An actor Ken Barlow is a character In which long running soap? Carnation Street Complete the tagline Beans means Beans means I don't know. Where would you find Bondi Beach? Um, Australia. Michael D. Higgins is the president of Ireland, but what does the D in his name stand for? Oh, stop. Um, Who is. Is that you Max, messaging me? No, come on, keep going. <laughs> Have a guess there, Aoife. Uh, Donald. Throw it away. What the hell? What Winter <laughs> Olympic sport features stones, sheets, pebbles, and houses? Oh, I don't know. What county is Skibbereen in? Kerry. And in maths, the number 3.14 is also known as what? Uh, three and a half. Aoife's done her best at 10 questions, but will it be enough? Well, I think, unfortunately, we know the answer to that because there was a couple of passes on it. So, Easter egg was right most yeah. of the stones. Chris Hadfield is a Canadian astronaut. Um, he was up there in the L space a couple of years ago. Ken Barlow, Carnage Street. Beans means Heinz. Do you know that one? No, I actually never heard of it. <laughs> More work to do there, Heinz. <laughs> yeah. Bondi's in Australia. The Daniel, uh, D is for Daniel and Miggle D. Uh, that's curling in Olympic sport, featuring stones, sheets, pebbles and houses. Who knew? Uh, Skibbereen's in Cork and 3.14 is known as Pi so they started off easy and then got harder as we went on two of them were very difficult I have to say but uh, (laughs) you know anyway Aoife you are welcome to take a strawberry number like cuddle mug great thanks million it's all yours and thanks for playing FM104 on Instagram Crossy who's uh, who's who's been texting you so we had we had somebody else for Instagram and I get notifications on FM104's Instagram, but then they wouldn't answer their phone. All right. So they were on a phone call. So they're messaging saying, we want to get on, I want to get on, I want to get on. You lose. <laughs> Good day, sir. Good Friday's Nigel Noggin, Maniac 2000. It's FM104, Strawberry Night Black. More of that at FM104, so 90s on Sunday at the Odeon. And it's time for more of Telebox with Pudge. FM104, Strawberry Alarm Clock. With Jim Jim and Nobby. It's time for part two of Pudge's TV Guides. It's Easter weekend. Stand by for extra telly. Well, Podgy, welcome back. What's the story, Whippet? All right, happy Friday. Good Friday. So, how will you celebrate today? Do you know? Uh, I'll probably have about 14 cream eggs. Oh, yeah. And then I might go for a fizzy pop. Fizzy pop? Do you like a fizzy pop? Would it be the kind of thing you might have later? Partial. Uh, hey, what's the story now? Uh, what, what's the story? Am I getting free into this gig on Sunday? People keep asking about this gig on Sunday. Ev- it's the 90s. It's the 90s, yeah. And you're playing it. And I'm playing 90s, yeah. 
do you want all my two unlimited collection? I was thinking would two unlimited fit in. I think they would. Oh, right. I think they would. But you know why? Why? There's no limit. I don't think it's. A, I'm not sure if Odeon on Harker Street, which is where So Nineties is tomorrow night, is a bit or Sunday night is a bit too posh for you. That's why I need to be on the guest list, man. I won't get in otherwise. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like Bono when he turns up all scruffy looking and everyone goes, Who's this? <laughs> oh, it's all right, it's Bono, in you go. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's not There's really... Nancy Pelosi, shake her hand. <laughs> now, f*** off. Do you know what I mean? It's not like if Michael D. Higgins went to the White House and have Ariana Grande waiting to f*** <laughs> shake his hand, is it? Sunday on your telly. Chocolate. Do you like um, eggs? Yeah. Do you like big hairy men? No. Then you won't want to watch Leinster versus Toulouse because... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In the egg chasing. Oh, oh, you got me there now. Ah, <laughs> we got you there. <laughs> Live from the Aviva, kick off at quarter past three on Virgin Media 1. Leinster versus Toulouse in the semi-finals of a rugby thing. That would be good. BBC 1 at 3.45, saving Mr. Banks with Emma Thompson and uh, Tom Hanks. It's the Walt Disney thing, isn't it? It is. Yeah, the Mary Poppins thing. It's, it's about the story of, yeah, how Disney yeah. paid her off. and Extreme chocolate makers at Easter. Channel 4 at 6 o'clock. You're into your chocolate, you're into Although your chocolate. Although by 6 o'clock, will you be able to look at any more chocolate? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe you look at that and you'll go, oh no, turn it off, turn it off. In fact, turn it off and get the base now to zinc for me, will you? <laughs> yeah. Have you been watching the celebrity SAS who dares wins for stand up to cancer? Thank you, thank you very much for not talking and moving or laughing. Dipping in and out. I'm kind of enjoying it, I have to say. I kind of enjoy it more than the other one because I don't care if they survive or not. It's like Wayne Bridge and there's a rugby player and stuff. So they're doing all right, you know, they're used to a bit of hard work. Do you know what I mean? Wayne Bridge away for a while. He must have LCCTV in his gaff, does he? Well, are you thinking everyone be up on his misses? Well, you're going to be wondering what she's up to, like. <laughs> you're over the other side of the world filming a charity thing and your missus is, you know, busy. <laughs> I'm sure she has plenty to be getting on to with the whole having kids to look after. Well, it didn't stop her when Ryan Giggs came around, did it? Oh, is that one of them? We traded her in for Frankie, Bra- Frankie. Yeah, with the Saturdays. Your mind will be at ease, Saul Wayne. <laughs> Carry on. Anyway, Jurassic Park is on at 20 past 7 on Sunday night on ITV2. So you can watch it for free, even if you don't have Netflix or a dodgy box. Or True Grit is on Film 4 at 11.25. I oh, like it. I good. like it. Yeah. Bonus Monday. Bonus Monday. Love Bonus Monday. few things to look out for. There's a good documentary on RT1 at half six called Two Lukes. You wait all your life for a statue of Luke Kelly and then two come along at once. Now, a new series started last Monday on BBC One called Ghosts. Have you seen it? I remember you telling us about it. Oh, man, it's good. Like, it's all the, all the people out of the horrible histories and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, this this board inherits a house and it's full of ghosts. It's worth a gill now. It was very good last week. 11.25 on BBC One. And your bonus Monday picture.
Sully, Miracle under Hudson. Ah. You'd be better into that, wouldn't you? It's not bad. Half nine on RTE one. Give it to Q. Happy Easter weekend to you. No spoilers, but they all survive. Thanks, Podge. Yeah, me howl. That is the TV Guide for the weekend. Stuff your face with chocolate. Watch some apologies telly and streaming and all. And good luck to you. FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock. With Jim Jim and Nobby. Taking over the Olympia Theatre here in Dublin this week. That's Gavin and... So this week we're here with Super Value, who just wants you to enjoy things in life that are more important. Uh, not that shopping isn't important, but they want to bring it to you. So Super Value Online Shopping, they also do click and collect where you just arrive at the store and someone has picked out your stuff and you just go, thank you very much, see you now. Or they deliver to your house and what you do is if you order it before midday on any day, you can get it delivered that same day. So get yourself a slot, do your shopping, click submit and it arrives just by magic by a nice man in a truck. So what you do is we've got uh, 500 euro for you to win for Super Value Online Shopping. We have Sam back finally for the last time this week this morning. Sam. Good morning to you, Mr. Noble, and happy Good Friday to you. Happy Good Friday. Sam is our personal shopper. We're going to give him a list of items, and if he, uh, if he misses one, which he will, uh, you, do, you WhatsApp that in to 0876797104, and you go in the draw for 500 euro in a Super Value Online Shopping voucher. Uh, busy weekend. I'm just going to get to it, Sam, here. Uh, can I get a small turkey, an Easter one? No problem, dear, yeah. As long as you're not eating it today, because today is meat-free zone for me, I'm afraid. Oh, yeah. Mm. A Gillette Mac 320 pack. Um, mm-hmm. I need a grapefruit, some kitchen towel rolls, those, you know, uh, some nappies, mussels. Mm. You need them. Crustaceans. Nor quick soup, Ballymanu relish. Can I get a tin of bachelor beans? And, oh, uh, you know those granola bars, the ones I like. It's an eclectic mix there, Mick. It's an eclectic mix there, Mark, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so I'll read them back to you and hopefully I'll remember everything and if I leave out anything, of course, the listeners can text in what that item is, okay? Off you go. So, it's a small turkey for the Easter Sunday, not today, because it's meat-free zone. Gillette Mac 3 20 pack, I'll get them for you. Uh, grapefruit, uh, Pampers nappies, mussels, because you're badly in need of them for your profile pick. Norquick soup, Ballymaloo relish, tin of bachelor's beans and the granola bears. That sounds like the lot, yeah. I don't think yeah. I missed anything there. Yeah, okay. But if I you hope have, it did. If you oh. have, WhatsApp is in the answer. Yeah. 500 euros to spend in Super Value. Thanks, Sam. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Bounce and Beyond, Ireland's largest ninja park. The king of kids' parties is here. Bounceandbeyond.ie I will in the kitchen roll. Uh, TV presenter Angela Scanlon has come to the defence of Stacey after the Strictly Champion came under online attack for splitting up with her boyfriend of five years to hook up with Kevin Clifton. Uh, she's also included ex-Girls Allowed pop star Shettle and fellow presenter Caroline Flack uh, tweeted in, in a post on Twitter yesterday. One scroll this morning has shown me stories exploring the love lives, relationships of Stacey Dooley, Cheryl Official and Caroline, women who work and create and inspire, but apparently all we care about is who they're sleeping with or seeing. We owe them and all women more, tweeted the one show presenter. We are selectively offended these days. Remember the man from Strictly that um, was kissing another dancer? What was his name? Sean Walsh? Sean Walsh, yeah. He got destroyed. And Angela Scanlon didn't come out and defend him. Or his dancing partner, that girl. So it we're selectively offended, I believe, these days. Uh, you know what I mean? You're full of wisdom, Warren Crossy. A lot. I'm impressed. Uh, the hugely popular Tommy Tiernan show is returning to Irish telly screens in a brand new slot. Uh, he says his plan is still to just turn up and talk. The comic is now entering his third season hosting the chat show. Uh, however, it's moving to the late night Saturday slot, usually occupied by uh, Mr. Darcy. And in one of the episodes, you're going to get to see my head in it for about 10 minutes. Why? I was at it. Oh, but they yeah. positioned me at a certain point that my head was in it for most of the interview. Yeah, and the, one of the guests, I can't say who it is, but one of the guests is one of the most iconic Irish people. And that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Right. How did you keep all that down off Instagram and Twitter? Uh, we weren't allowed to talk about it. Oh. Did they mention any guests there? Because if they do, I'll tell you who mine is. Uh, the lineup. No, I think it's past one's Blind Boy. 
Mel de May, Nigel Owen, the Waterboys. Uh, this it starts anyway on the, uh, May fourth. I presume that's just a slot that Ray doesn't do during the summer. I don't know if he's nicking his gig or anything. Yeah, and because Mary McCallan doesn't do it anymore as well. It's just the papers trying to make up stuff to make it bigger. Yeah, it's anyway. It's been a massive ratings winner for RT, so that's why they're uh, they're moving it. Uh, Panties back for another run of riot in Vicar Street from the first to the fourth of May. Uh, tickets are available now. It's a collection of pieces from drag, acrobats, spoken word. Uh, Emmett Kerman is involved. He's class. Uh, and Panty is explaining here uh, what the show is all about. Loads of live singing. There's drag queens. There's comedy acrobats. There's uh, sexy strippers. There's uh, thoughtful moving moments. There's, um, it's like a really great house party because uh, there's moments when you're like dancing and woo and there's moments where there's something crazy going on over there in the corner and then another moment where you're having a deep and meaningful with your best mate in the bathroom you know uh, it has all of that sort of energy it's like a club night it's like going out clubbing but you could legitimately tell your mother you were at the theatre one of the best shows I have ever seen in my entire life High praise. It's incredible. Game of Thrones star Isaac Hempstead writes revealing the real reason his character has such an intense creepy stare uh, Bran Stark who he plays in the hit show, says he's really bad eyesight in real life and that's what it's actually all about. <laughs> Nothing more sinister. I just remember I was doing one scene in season seven with Sophie Turner who plays Sansa and she says, Isaac, you, your stare is like, you're staring into my soul. I said, I can't, I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Should have gone to Dublin's F4. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock and on the phone is an absolute legend of a man, a hero, we love him. Uh, unfortunately, Nobby wasn't here last time he was on and as much as this man loves animals, that's how much Nobby loves Noel Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh, hello. Now, Brilliant. finally, Nobby, you can get to talk to your hero. Hi, hi, Noel. <laughs> I'm delighted to speak to you, my friend. Thank you so much for having me on your illustrious show. Well, thank you for being here. We saw you in the queue for you too. We were walking in right behind oh, did you, you, and we were we were going to say, "Look, Nobby, say, say hello to him." It's like he, he loves you too. He'd be in great form. No, leave and we decided no, we leave you alone. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's, that's that's very kind. I have the same affection for Bono and uh, have never quite got to meet the man. Uh, in fact, uh, on the few occasions that I almost did, the closest was in the south of France when I when he walked into a toilet with me and, and I got so nervous I peed on my hand. So make sure that that doesn't happen to you, my friend. <laughs> I'll do my best. And the, the really, I don't know where I was last time when, when you were at off or something. Anyway, I, I was like... Jim, I'm the one who told you about Noel Fitzpatrick and now you're interviewing us. So it was like, it was a tough day. A I'm tough glad day. I'm creating some enmity and some competition there, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, it's a good thing. You need a little competition in your life to achieve greatness. So obviously you're spurring each other on <laughs> to greatness. I even made a song for you, Noel. Did you? Have you got it for me? His name is Noly Fitz. If your dog or cat's in bits and needs a brand new disc, get on to Noly Fitz. Ah, oh, great. I like it. Can I have it as a jingle? <laughs> have it as a jingle. It kind of yeah. needs a bit of music. You probably don't need, a, need a radio we, campaign. We, yes. Can you come <laughs> up with a jingle and you're hired. You're hired. His name is Noli Fitz. If, if your dog, dog or cat's in bits. It works. Yeah, it does. That's so listen, good. Listening to the animals, <laughs> Becoming the Super Vet by Professor, excuse you, Noel Fitzpatrick, is out now. From only It's only eight quid. Which is good. Yeah, but there's no there's no need for you to be formal, lads, because now that I've got a jingle that you've actually made, yeah. I'm going to forgo all formality and just play that as the intro. <laughs> and yes, at, at some point, this will be uh, two, two euros 99 uh, in a bargain bin. But whenever you choose to read it, I'm hoping that you'll have the same amount of a laugh as we're having now. Yeah. yeah, but all those years you went to UCD, it's nice to have the title, isn't it? Uh, well, I, I don't. I genuinely, sincerely don't get attached to titles. I I got a, another bit of a title last week, and I turned up and I gave a, a, a talk about uh, love and knowledge, and 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 this is really important because it occurred to me at the time that I was staring into a, a hedgerow and a pond whilst writing my little talk. And it occurred to me that all the letters after your name and everything else is useless unless you give it away. So the the, the title of my little talk was "Knowledge is useless." unless you give it away, and love is useless unless you give it away. And and the very same is true of the book. And, and genuinely, if I had a shed load of money and enough to pay off the debts of the practice, I would give it away, because I hope that people will find, uh, whether they like animals or not, that it's, it's a universal struggle of, of the various things that happened to you in school. I was bullied and so on. But it's not really an autobiography as much as a biography about anyone who ever had a dream. 
I don't I don't take much indulgence in what I've achieved because I think I'm only just beginning. The last time you were in Dublin, though, you uh, rescued that swan. You famously, in the rain, took your jacket off and you got the, the swan back in the yes. canal. What's the most dangerous position you've put yourself in to rescue an animal? Uh, that's a very good question, actually. I once jumped in a pond uh, to uh, release a dog uh, and uh, nearly drowned myself. But uh, it, I, it was so funny how that happened because we were driving to Donnybrook to do some kind of interview and uh, the swan just landed in front of a truck and a bus and motorbikes coming and just instinctively, and it actually was entirely coincidental, just jumped out of the car and grabbed the swan and all of a sudden it, it grabbed people's imagination. And I think that that's wonderful because it shows that we all fundamentally have compassion. And that's the most important thing about the book is that we all have compassion and it's about those little things like rescuing the swan or the little things in the book when I lose a lamb and realize I want to be a vet or when I save a dog that ran into a tree and he broke his neck and, and he was the rescue dog of a kid who had been adopted who was also a rescue human. That's our universal compassion coming to light. And I, I was very grateful to the swan, actually, for allowing me the opportunity to rescue him and allow other people to get that little glimpse of compassion in their lives. So... Uh, I didn't rescue anything on my current trip. I'm in Dublin uh, just at the moment. And uh, there were no animals needing rescuing today. But uh, if they are needing rescuing, I'm just telling them now, I'm available and ready. <laughs> that was the luckiest one in the whole country. It must have been. Of all the cars well, to jump in front of. <laughs> what happened was the swan mistook the road for the canal. Right. Because that's what happens when the rain uh, bleats down and, and covers the road with uh, oh, water. Right. The, the swan oh, thinks nice. it's the canal. And unfortunately, it was a thoroughfare to Donnybrook. So I, uh, as a child, I invented Batman, uh, who had a cape, and he would jump off the nearest chestnut tree and rescue all the animals. So I got one opportunity in my life to actually do that. Fabulous. <laughs> What's the hardest part of being a vet now? Um, people, <laughs> by a million miles, <laughs> because animals are, are, are easy. They're generally grateful to uh, have you fix them. And I think that uh, one of the challenges as medicine moves on and as the landscape of medicine changes and innovation comes from frustration um, and we never innovate a new implant or a new system for doing anything if the existing system is perfectly fine. And one of the problems is that when you stick your head above the parapet, uh, people think, oh, there's that leprechaun with an ego jumping up and down again and saying his yeah, message, whatever it is. And people don't realize, they don't shut off the noise and the, the bias in their own heads and actually listen to, to what I'm saying, which is actually we, we all only really want three things, love, health, and something to look forward to. And I tried to echo that in the book, and I tried to echo it in my everyday life, but people can be a royal pain in the butt uh, because they they get angry, they get frustrated, uh, they like to take a pop at people who try and make a difference in the world. And I would say just calm down for a second, look in the mirror and realize, well, what is it that you really want? Do you want to just take a slice out of people, or do you just want to actually spread good in the world? And... The hardest thing when you try and make a difference is people standing in your way for no good reason, apart from maintaining the status quo as they see it. And I think we can be a lot better. I think that we can learn a lot from the love of an animal and the love with an animal. And I think that as a society, whether it's you know Ireland or the United Kingdom or anywhere, we have a lot to learn about being kind to each other. So people by a million miles, the hardest part of my job. Okay. Um uh, often we have a segment on, on the show called Kids in the Car and a lot of times it comes up on our screen uh, Molly really wants a dog Mam says no I don't know if you cover this in the book but you, you're very famously and often say every child should have a pet in their life um, Yeah for sure what is your feature called again? Kids in the Car that's where they are Oh Kids in the Car that's a brilliant feature I love that <laughs> can I beam in on my uh, like, like Batman with my cape yeah. It's just, just nonchalant. Someone pulls up at the at the traffic lights in uh, one of the towns that receives your illustrious station. <laughs> I just jump out, jump in the car. That'd yeah. be great. We'll, we'll oh, even yeah. bring you to work on the beetle bug. Oh, oh you uh. have a beetle bug. That's <laughs> fabulous. Um, yes, I think that uh, kids have a lot to learn uh, from animals. And I see 
you know, kids with mental disabilities or kids with physical disabilities or kids that you know, are in a, an intensive care ward in a hospital. And if you bring a dog in, it completely changes the mood. I'm doing a little project at the moment when kids in, in London uh, that have been affected by crime and, and, and particularly mixed crime is, is, is a, a big challenge at the moment. And you wouldn't believe the well, you would probably believe the, the effect that a dog has. Because you can walk in there as Bear Grylls or as Anthony Joshua and give them a, a pep talk about how great, and that's brilliant. And and you know, hats off to, to people for trying to do that. But somehow an animal breaks down the barriers that kids and other people have, and it gives you a little window of opportunity. Animals are by far giving me more than I've ever given them. So I think that every kid and indeed every adult should experience that at least for a little while. Well, I had a Labrador when I was a kid. No, and uh, she used to try and talk. She would actually, she'd sit and go, rawr, 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 rawr. she'd try and talk Great. to you. Uh, well, I, did she make jingles as good as your colleague? She, uh, <laughs> it, it was, or, no, but you can learn quite a lot from this. Rawr, 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 rawr. But uh, over the years, are you, are you able, you're able to communicate slightly with these animals. I mean, you're able to, to tell from a gesture or the way they're looking at you what they're trying to get across to you. Is that, is that correct? Well, I'm very excited to see. I think Robert Downey Jr. is about to make a Hollywood film about Dr. Doolittle. Yeah. And um, I'd like to think of it in reverse. You know how Dr. Doolittle talks to the animals and hears them listen. I would like to think that Vetman uh, does it without speech. It's just telepathic. Yeah. So, but I do, in all seriousness, I do think that animals communicate. It, you'd be amazed the number of times that I walk into the wards at work and, and have dogs just incite, incite something into my soul that I wouldn't otherwise get a chance to see, you know, whether it's uh, a moment of peace or uh, hello, thanks very much for fixing me or uh, a dog that might have separation anxiety or aggression or something in the moment of recovery from anesthetic being actually very different. And that teaches me that very few people and very few dogs are born bad genetically bad i think that it's a it's a conditioning of our environment and i think in listening to the animals which is why i call the book listening to the animals rather than talking to them mm. i've learned so much about myself and about the world around me because i think if people well the one thing that a dog will do is will always be in the moment of now and humans find that very difficult we we linger on the past and we become prejudiced because it or we focus on the future and think oh if only this and if only that. And we very rarely live in the now. But dogs are great about living in the now. They go, there's a stick. Please throw it for me. I have my tongue <laughs> lolling out and drool pouring from my mouth. Give me this moment right now. And there's a great value in that moment of now. <laughs> no, when you go to the doctor or the dentist, do they get a bit nervous that they have you in the, oh, in very, the chair? <laughs> very. Oh, man. When I had my ankle operated on, there was yeah. a whole team of very nervous people. Did you pull out Black and & Decker and start to do it yourself? or? Yeah, I'd be like, well, actually, I think that that, that would be the best television program ever, wouldn't it? When I do spinal surgery on myself, lying oh, down with a robot behind and just doing it in the mirror. Now, no. that you would watch. Knowles under the hammer. Yes. Yeah, well, I think you'll have to come up with a new jingle for me there, you know? Yeah. Where, where Noel fixes himself. Uh, yes, they, they, there is um, a certain amount of nervousness when the dentist is looking at me or the, or the human doctor is, but in, it, it has been interesting over the last four or five years. We're in, I don't know, series 13, I think, now. Wow. And it has been interesting to see how people's views have changed about veterinary medicine. Because when I used to sit at a dinner table 10 years ago, people would say, oh, there you are now, you're a vet. Did you take your arm out of a cow's bottom and just come in and sit down? And now mm. they're like, oh, hello, you're a vet. You must be you know, very well uh, qualified. And, oh, don't you have need more points than, than to be a doctor? So I think things are changing and things have changed in veterinary medicine. And I'd like to see that, that respect continue because I think the vets are fantastic. And I think that they're the guardian angels of a lot of love in the world. And, and I'd like to see myself as a messenger for that, or I hope I am anyway. Before we let you go, Noel, uh, when you were writing, uh, listening to the animals, how did you find the time to do it? Because there's so much going Well, on. that's a good one, because how am I finding the time to talk to you? Yeah. I actually <laughs> squeezed it in around a visit to my mammy. Okay. Uh, which which is very important because Mother's Day is next weekend. Yeah. 
Um, so when something's important, you just make time for it. And I figured that there's only so many animals that I can fix in my lifetime. But if I inspire other people to care, you know, about a swan, as we alluded to earlier, yeah. or a hedgehog, or a dog or a cat, if I can somehow translate that into a wider responsibility for rhinoceroses and lions and nature generally, I think that we as a humanity, will be much worse off without the animals. So the reason that I wrote the book wasn't so much for people who love animals. It was for people who have a dream, love life, uh, have uh, an appreciation that they want truth and integrity, and they don't want the normal repetition of, you can't do this, you can't do that, and everything is terrible. This book is supposed to be about light, it's supposed to be about hope, and it's supposed to be about anyone who ever wished on a star. And I w worked at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning when I finished clinics or at weekends uh, or on trains, planes and automobiles, <laughs> and just wrote a little bit whenever I could. And in the end, actually, it was all finished in one hotel room in three days when I was supposed to be rehearsing for the live show at the, at the 3M Arena in Dublin. And uh, I hadn't finished the book. So instead of rehearsing for the show, I just finished the book. And they were like, OK, you've got two days left to do this now. And then <laughs> I turned up in Dublin. So uh, great. Um, but I, I, I just was driven by the, the desire to have a legacy which was as much about love uh, as it is about medicine. Brilliant. Well, long may it continue now. Thank you so much, boys, uh, for having me on your very, very, very famous show. Give professors. Our, give our best to your mommy. She must be very yes, proud. Yes, I will. Well, she's li well, she doesn't believe in pride because she says pride takes a fall. Right. So she said that she's blessed. And uh, I would like to give her a shout out for all the brown bread that she's ever baked uh, <laughs> in her life. And she's sitting in Ballyfin uh, thinking to herself that this is fantastic. And, and just to finish up, I'll tell you, she was on her way to knock yeah. in, um, uh, yeah. on her pilgrimage. And uh, I was on a radio station a few years back, and uh, she pulled down the visor in the passenger seat and said to my sister as she opened the little mirror on the visor, do I look all right for this radio interview, uh, <laughs> Francis? So whenever I give her a shout out, I hope she's looking great. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Thank you very much, lads. You're very welcome. Good to uh, talk to you. Noah's book, Listening to the Animals, Becoming the Super Vet by Noah Fitzpatrick, is out now.